What's up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of The Waiting Room with your host, Alante Nicole. So happy to be able to talk to you guys for another week. Y'all should be proud of me. Y'all should really be proud of me. I have been sticking to it. I think it's three weeks in a row. Like, with no delays, no nothing, y'all. Like, y'all should really be proud of me. So shout me out and give me my props for that. Um, But anyway, let's get into it this week. This week has been um, an emo. I'm not even gonna say I had emotional moments. It has not been an emotional week. It's just been a week. Like it's been a week. That's about it. Nothing good. Nothing bad, really. But yeah, it's been a week. But we'll talk about it in a sec. Let's get into it. Alright guys, so, how y'all doing? I hope y'all doing well. I hope y'all had a really good week so far, good weekend. You know what I'm saying? I hope that you did something that you like to do. Um, This weekend, I actually went to go to Cleveland to visit my family for the holiday. My dad was barbecuing and he wanted us to come up or whatever. So we came up. It was a cool time. Wasn't bad. Um, I went out to breakfast with my mom. Let me tell y'all about this lady, though. So I went and took her out to breakfast or whatever, and then she saw this cup. We went out to another broken egg, and she saw this cup that she wanted. Her favorite color is purple, and we were drinking out of these really thick, really good coffee mugs. And she was like, "Oh, I want one of them." So you know me, I'm like, you know, I'm paying. I'm gonna pay for breakfast. You know, I'm. Add on the tab, too. You know what I'm saying? Add the cup, too, because I got it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Cup, you know, the mug was like $30. You know what I'm saying? My frugal butt. I'm like, dang. $30. You know what? It's cool. I got it. What's $30, man? I I, I trick on my mama. You know what I'm saying? I throw that cash down for it. It's cool. Right? Pay for it. We get out. We get home. Y'all, why this lady drop the cup? Why she dropped the mug, y'all, I I couldn't do nothing but just walk away at that point. It's not even the fact that, you know what I'm saying, I still felt a little sting because that was $30 of my money, right, wasted. But the fact that I'm not surprised that this has happened, like, it is typical mommy. Like, I already know I'm clumsy. 
and I got it from her. Like, I expected something like that to happen. Like, y'all, all I could do is just take deep breaths. Just deep breaths. <laughs> uh, I'm getting angry just thinking about it again. <laughs> y'all, she tripped me out. She was, mm, yeah, she tripped me out on that. But, um, nonetheless, she done super glued the cup back together. Send me a picture of it this morning. Um, telling me she drank out of it. So, hey, it is what it is. Whatever. But I just had to share that with y'all. I ain't got no deep revelation on that. I just had to share that story. Um, but it was cool. You know, going back home, being with family was cool. But, y'all, remember last week when, you know, I said I was content? And all that good stuff. But it doesn't negate the fact that there will be moments. I've had a couple of those moments this week, y'all. I think I had a couple this weekend. But I think I was so preoccupied that it didn't consume me. But this week, so far, it got your girl. It got your girl something serious. Um, And I, I, I want to share this part because I've been like extremely, extremely transparent with you guys so far with uh, my podcast and with my life. So this will be no different. But I wanted to share this because I want to encourage that single that is waiting and that is believing, that's hoping, right? And that's trying to get there you know what I'm saying I want to encourage you and let you know that it's okay it's okay when you start to feel things it's okay when your mental starts to go you know AWOL a little bit concerning this um and I just want to share that so I don't really have I can't even say I have many, I can't even, I can't engage it yet. I can't measure it yet, but I can honestly tell you guys, I have moments. I have moments where this overwhelming grief, um, just finds me like this grief finds me in a place of contentment and it just really just it's fangs, it's claws, whatever you want to call it, it's nails, it's hoofs, whatever, in me, and it just sits there. And I can identify that as grief now after reading, like, so I'd be reading, like, different blogs and articles and stuff like that, people being single and how they're feeling and how they're coping and different things like that. Not necessarily to get, um, not necessarily to always get, Um, steps on how to cope with being lonely and single or just being single in general or dealing with emotions of being single all of that good stuff I'm not not necessarily that all the time but it's mostly just to see how other people are dealing with it and see how other people are feeling it and see if I can grasp something and this time it paid off so there was this article that I read that I came across and I actually have the article um, saved on my phone. So I will put that in the show notes for you guys this time. Okay. But the article, um, is titled when being single just feels hard. And 
as I was scrolling, looking through different things to read, that, just that alone, like that title alone resonated with me because sometimes it does. I mean, sometimes you feel empowered, you feel good, you feel accomplished, you know what I'm saying? Can't nothing bring you down. You feel like, oh, I could do this single thing for a minute, you know what I'm saying? But then there are other days when it just feels hard and it just feels tough and and heavy and isolated and and just downright lonely like there are times when it feels like that and there are times when it's going to feel like that and as I was reading she made the author she I believe her name is Allie she made a good point and she talked about singleness sometimes not even saying sometimes she talked about how grief is a part of singleness at least from what she found and I could never put my finger on it I don't think I ever talked about it but I agree with her like there's a grief that comes with singleness and like some of the examples she gave was just her not having some of her firsts with her husband like um like experiencing young love or um her like not meeting her husband when you know she has smoother skin or uh um a lot of energy and um her you know her husband never getting to see her uh lead worship or um work you know I guess work in the church or whatever whatever she was doing at that time um they won't have their first together as far as like first time being homeowners like period right um all of those things, first dog, like having her first dog, she already has a dog, first car, right? First bro- broken toilet, like she's done all of that stuff already. And she also came to the point where she said, she said, I'm, I'm going to highlight this part. She said, even if I do meet someone, we will in some ways be years behind so many of my peers in experiencing all of those firsts of marriage and being newlyweds and starting a family and and quite simply just getting to really know everything about each other. She said, I grieve that my age is becoming an increasing factor in whether or not having kids of our own would even be possible. I grieve that there is no one on the horizon. Bruh, when I tell y'all this girl, like I read this article, I had to stop and then start over and read it over because she literally is saying everything that I want to say, but she just says it so eloquently like she was able to write out and get her words out and I just feel like everything she's saying y'all is what I want to say so I want y'all to read it because I can't even I feel like my mind is just going everywhere right now I can't even put into words how accurate this blog post is so I'm really just going to not dive into but really just feed off of what I got from that if that makes sense like talk about that because and I, I want to talk about it with somebody but y'all I do not have that many single friends like it's so freaking hard maybe I need to branch out and find some more single friends but I don't have that many like I just don't maybe maybe I need to just reach out to the ones I got but I don't I'm stressing myself out y'all this is real time this is real life right here y'all so excuse me but yeah 
So, you know, me being 31, it got me thinking, you know. And I read this article after I was starting to feel my emotions, right? And she also highlighted, like, in her in her post, um, just about she would have these moments. And instead of trying to, like, overthink or overanalyze these moments, she just allowed herself to feel them. Like, she would allow herself to go down that road and just to experience them and feel them. And that's what I've been doing lately. Like, usually I'll try to, like, combat those feelings. Like, for instance, I was on Facebook one day. And then I just, for some reason, this day, everybody wanted to post their wedding pictures. And pictures of their family being out. And announce their engagements. And I was just, like, super overwhelmed. I'm like, why am I bothered by this? So, like, to the point where I had to get off of Facebook. Then I got on Instagram. And it was there again. I'm like why like why not trying to hate on anybody else but just like why is this bothering me so much why I had to get off and y'all I just broke down crying I tried to stop myself and be like no but you know what God says and you know that you believe God you know that you trust you know that it's just not your time all that good stuff I know that but then I had to really shut myself up and just say it's okay to cry it's okay to feel what you are feeling it is okay to have that emotion you crying or feeling sad or feeling some type of way does not mean that you are less of a believer or that you just lost hope altogether or that you're out you know what I'm saying just you just you just doubt you're doubting like that that's not what it is it's a grief a grief in knowing like and I know that you know time we have no control over it but that's a real fear a real feeling like even as a woman like it just reminded me of the fact that like yo I'm 31 no children when I do meet that person depending on when we meet we still have to date we have to get to know each other we we have to, you know, get into a relationship. We have to get married because I'm not about to have nobody's kid. I'm not married to them. I waited too long for this. And God has <laughs> graced me enough not to have any oops, oopsies or anything like that. Um, so we blessed him for that when I was uh, <laughs> in my sin. But um, you have to do all that. And no telling, no telling how long you're going to date. No telling how long it's going to take you to to get pregnant. You know what I'm saying? No telling when you're going to actually get married. You know what I'm saying? Because he still has to propose. propose. And then, you know, everybody doesn't get pregnant on the first try. Some people do. Some people don't. You don't know if that's your story. And again, you're already 31. You'll be 32 in less than 10 months. This is a real, this is a real thought. I'm like, dang. Now I'm grieving the fact that, you know, me personally, I don't want to have kids after a certain age. I will not have kids after a certain age. Like, your girl would get a whole hysterectomy at that point. And I'm like, I I know they like, you know, they say like, make your own plans and God's going to laugh at them or whatever they say. He can laugh, bruh. Because at this point, I'm not making plans. I'm 
I, I am. I'm making a plan to not have a plan. And even though I trust him, there is a real fear, a real emotion, a real desire to not have or not do after a certain age. So, like, for me, that's a part of my grief. Like, the closer I get to this age, the less inclined I am. You know, because you want to think about health. You want to think about the child. You want to think about your ability to take care of a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think about these things. You know, and you also see other people go through these things and you don't want to go through them yourself. So, like, that's that grief. And then there's, you know, another, like, moment that might happen. Like, I'm just sitting, I'm just driving, sitting in my car driving, driving to Cleveland. And, you know, it'll just hit me out the blue, y'all. Out the blue. You know, I'm, I'm clearly not scrolling. Clearly not scrolling online, online or anything like that. I'm just listening to music. Like, dang, it would be nice to have somebody to talk to on my way to Cleveland to share why I'm going to Cleveland or to share events. You know what I'm saying? It'd be nice to have my, my family ask about how so-and-so doing or when's the next time we're going to see so-and-so like it would be nice to have somebody to bring up some up. It would be so nice to like have somebody to share the fact that, Hey babe, I made it here safe. I made it home safe. Like, or I'm on my way back. Hey, let's make plans when I get back. Or, hey, do you want to come up to Cleveland with me? Like, those, it'd it be those little moments. And then I'll just start tearing up. Like, here we go again. But instead of me, like, trying to dismiss those feelings now, now that I'm in the place of contentment, I'm allowing myself to feel. I'm not trying to suppress them or even figure them out. Or try to psychoanalyze them. I'm just allowing myself to feel, y'all. And in this lady made so much sense in this article. I can't. I don't. I can't remember if it's this one or the other one I read that said thirty and single. I believe it was this one. Um, but she talked about how sometimes she'll pray. Or she'll call a friend or she'll work it out on herself or she'll just sit there and be in the moment. And I think that that's very practical because, I mean, if we're being real, there are no steps. There are, I think I said this before, there are no steps to being okay with being single. I believe that it's just a journey and a journey that's filled with moments and emotions and feelings that we have to curate ourselves, you know, and that's through the help of friends or a therapist, God, our um, um, family members, us, or whoever, your, your doctor, whoever. It's pieces of these people or these things that are in your life to help you to navigate through this process. I'm not saying that it's something that's like, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not saying that it's like a, a a end game to this, I guess. I guess it I guess what I'm trying to say is it's a process. When that process ends, it all depends on the person. And I'm not saying that the process ends when you get that mate. I'm talking about I'm talking about 
it ending when you die. Because, now that's another thing, because you still have to maintain some part of your singleness when you're married as well. I'm not talking about doing your thing. I'm talking about your identity. Like, even married couples say that. Like, bro, you cannot, don't lose yourself. Be careful not to lose yourself. Because your person cannot be everything for you. Whoever you're with cannot be everything for you. That is unrealistic and unfair. So I'm going to get away from that. I'm going to get away from that and just keep going where I'm going. But I find myself in these little moments. And then they pass. You know what I'm saying? The moments come. Then they pass and I'm good. But I find myself having to go back to what helped me before which is one I'm gonna have to stay off social media again y'all I'm gonna just promote for the podcast and leave it at that but I find myself just in indulging in these moments when they come I don't know how to stop it I don't even know if I want to stop it because even though these moments sometimes feel a little painful, it's a reminder that I still have some hope left. It's like a pulse check. And that's how I treat them. Like, all right, you still care. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that I don't believe or that I'm reneging on what I said last week. I am content. And if you feel like that, you are content. But there's okay. I mean, but it is okay to have those moments. You're human. You're going to have those moments. You're going to feel those things. You're going to feel whatever you feel. It's okay. Just like you feel happy at times, just like you feel hopeful at times, you're going to feel sad at times, or you're going to feel anxious, or you're going to feel angry or upset or just a little sad. And my advice to you is to not like suppress them. But go through them. I'm not saying you got to brace them to the point where now you're walking around in that sadness. But if you can, if you're just sitting at your house or if you're in your car or whatever it is, you at home or whatever. Allow yourself to feel it. Like I know for me, like most of the time I find myself going for a walk. When those moments come, putting on some headphones, going for a walk. Um, And if I went for my walk already, I'll probably just take myself on another. Or if I don't feel like it, I'll go run myself a nice little bath. And I'll just sit. Or I'll sit in my bed, pull out my journal. I have a journal that I started probably three years ago. And it's about my singleness. And it's for my husband. And then what I want to do is I want to give that journal or those journals because it's a couple of them um, to my husband and he can read it throughout however long he needs to read it. And I'll just write how I'm feeling in that moment, right? Or sometimes I'll just lay across my bed and I'll just cry. That's what I do like 80% of the time. I'll just cry. I just allow myself to feel in and cry. Then I'll wash my face. I'll be cool. Go grab my puppy. I'm good. It's a moment. It's a feeling. It's an emotion. They pass. And that's what I have to keep reminding myself. And that's what you have to remind yourself of. They pass. There's always the next day. 
There's always the next hour. They pass. And I want you to remember that even when you try to like, when you have those feelings of you wanting to go back to something. Because that crossed my mind too, y'all. Like, this little text ain't gonna hurt. Me, you know, kicking in with him ain't gonna hurt. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Don't fall for it. And what happened? I didn't fall for it. It passed. So that's all I want to leave you all with. Like, just feel those things. Feel them. It's okay. It does not mean that you, that you didn't make any progress. It doesn't mean you're back at square one. It doesn't mean that all your hard work was for nothing. You're human. You have a desire. You have a hope. And you're seeing something that you want. You just don't have it yet. So now you're feeling. You might be feeling left out. You might be feeling jaded. Might be feeling regret, might be feeling grief, might be feeling annoyed, but whatever it is, feel it and wait till the morning. I hope that this helped you all. I hope that you feel just a breath of fresh air, knowing that you're not alone in this and knowing that your feelings are valid and that they're safe here. And I hope that this opened up a conversation between friends or even just yourself maybe you and your therapist maybe you and I don't know your pastor or your first lady or your mom or your dad right I hope that it helped and I cannot wait to talk to you all next week talk to you later